Okay, y'all, good morning. <laughs> okay, so I haven't done a podcast in a really long time, so I'm not sure if I really have any more followers on here or not, and I apologize for that. Life has kind of gotten, uh, see, off the Fresh Prince of, Be- Prince of Bel-Air, you know, tipsy-turvy upside down, and I'd like to take a minute and just sit right here. Yeah. <laughs> Life's been kind of hectic, crazy, so to say. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, I want to talk about dog rescue. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord, do I want to talk about dog rescue. First off, I want to give a shout-out to those rescues, those fosters, those adopters, um, the networkers, the... <laughs> The, the folks in rescue that are having some type of day that are like, can I do this? <laughs> can I take this on? And just go ahead and take it on. I want to give a shout out to those people because, trust me, there are days when I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> you know, um, oh, trust me. So, what I want to talk about. Um, is, okay, so those people that are not in rescue, I don't know if anybody not in rescue listens to this channel or not, but if you are not in rescue, you probably don't understand how it works, you don't understand the concept, you know, a lot of people that, you know, are like transporters and that, and, you know, some people that are involved in rescue are involved in like a small bit, you know whether they transport or whatever and they don't, you know, they don't necessarily know the ins and outs of, of how majority of stuff works, okay? So I'm going to kind of tell you the basics. Now, not every rescue operates the same way, okay? And sometimes you have, you know, a difference of opinion, you know, uh, when it comes to different rescues and how they operate, okay? Everybody does things a little differently, you know? Some people are, are you know, snap, 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 and... They do things and they don't, you know, um, there's not really, I don't want to say not really a plan in place, but they're more like, let's get that dog to the vet, we'll raise funds after the fact. Some people do that. Some people are very good at that, okay? Um, some people can do that. They already know of donors, you know, that'll, that'll, you know, help financially and they're, you know, they're confident in the people that are backing them. That's great. Um, what I specifically specifically want to talk about is whether it's an individual or an owner that owns a dog and they reach out to a rescue or rescues, okay, let's broaden this just a little bit and say, I need help with a dog, okay, once that rescue or rescues, once that rescue says, okay, I'll take that dog on, and your response can be anything ranging from awesome, thank you, okay, that's great, you know, oh my gosh, you're awesome, you know, I've been working on this for so long and, and didn't think anybody had room, whatever your response is, if it's basically a yes, you're agreeing that that dog or dogs are going under that rescue. When you do that, that dog or dogs, it's no longer your decision 
where that dog or dogs go, whether they go on transport. It's no longer your decision if if that dog gets adopted out of state. If that, it's not your decision. It's not. The rights at that given point in time, whether you filled out an application to foster, whether you filled out a surrender form, what as soon as you basically say okay to that rescue, that rescue is now responsible for that dog. Getting that dog fatted, getting the heartworm treatment done, any vet's appointments. That rescue is now responsible for that dog. Okay, so continuing. <laughs> um, that dog, is it's no longer your choice where that dog goes and what happens to that dog. So... And the music in the background is... <clears throat> I don't own the rights to it as well. Okay? <clears throat> um, so... Before... Or if that rescue says yes... You know... Um, if you have questions... Ask those questions. Okay? If you're not in rescue... Or you are... But you know, you know like some of us... Every rescue operates a little differently... You know, if you've got questions specifically, you know, and say maybe you can only foster for so long or, you know, you have a timeline in your head, um, share that with the rescue, please. Communicate with the rescue. Um, just very recently, um, a friend of mine and I, um, she uh, had a dog that needed a foster. Okay? Supposedly this dog went from one bad situation to another bad situation and they needed a foster. I was like, ugh, because, you know, I fostered and transported before for, you know, different people and stuff has backfired. So, you know, I'm kind of gun shy or whatever term you want to use, you know, on, on, you know, I'm kind of shy on it, you know, it's, it's been a minute since I've, you know, really helped with certain things that, you know, unless I really, re you know, it, and doing, you know, fostering and stuff, it, it, you know, it takes time, you know, and, and, you know, I work a full-time job and it's, it's, you know, effort and energy and, you know, sometimes schedules for me change and, you know, whatnot. So, you know, I don't want to commit to something unless I know I'm, you know what I mean? Unless I know I'm going to follow through. If that makes sense, you know, I don't want to, I want my word to, to hold true, okay? Um, I've, I was raised that way. I've never, I've, I've never known how to be otherwise. You know, when I reach out for help, I reach out for help. It's because, I, you know, I'm, I need help. You know, I'm, I'm willing to admit I, I need help. Um, and for, for a lot of people, you know, um, it's, it's hard, especially, you know, me, it's, it's, and I'm getting a little off topic, off topic, but it's, it's hard, you know, um, for me, it's, it's kind of a pride thing. It's a, you know, I, I want to be capable of doing things, you know, things on my own and not needing help, you know, again, a lot, sometimes we need help with stuff and there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Okay back on topic <laughs> um, 
like I said, when a rescue says they'll take a dog, that dog is now under that rescue, okay? You say, oh, okay, that's great, oh, that's awesome, blah, blah, blah. Do not, and I repeat, do not, if you have reached out to multiple rescues, the first rescue that says we can take, we'll work on it, blah, 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 you're like, okay, great. After that, if any rescue says we can take, you need to immediately respond and say, this rescue said they would take. That is exactly what you need to say. And if they can help in any way and want to work together with that rescue, that's between those two rescues. Do not tell multiple rescues, okay, great, thanks, and use resources on rescues, any rescue, multiple rescues, don't do that, okay? The reason being is if you do that, one, if you okay, say okay to a rescue when asking them to help, you tell them okay, <laughs> and you turn around and give that dog away, when, uh, regardless if there was anything set up or not, when that rescue says okay, you give that dog away, legally you can't. And if you just did, legally, they can go after you. They can sue you. They can call the cops and send the cops to your house. They can. They can go after you, your house, your vehicles. They can sue you. They can sue you. They can sue anybody that had anything to do, whether they knew or not, with getting that dog from point A to point B. We're talking transport, we're talking, I mean, anything. They can sue. Um, they can sue the transporter. They can sue the person that you gave the dog to. Um, sorry, y'all, I've got so many things I'm, I'm trying to discuss. <laughs> all, all at once, you know, my, my, uh, whatchamacallit, um, train of thought is kind of all over the place, because it, it just, it baffles me, okay, y'all, it really baffles me when there is people who not necessarily aren't in rescue and don't know, but common sense. I mean, to me, it's like a common sense thing. Like, and, and here's another thing. Here's another thing. If you, okay, if you, let me see if I can put this here out the way. If you, that's better, maybe, kind of. Um, if you reach out to rescues and you're taking and they've agreed to take the dog and you're taking anything monetary dog food um there's you know you're you, the dog is going to a trainer or to a vet's office and got vetted and the rescue paid for it if you give that dog away <coughs> or, or basically pin two rescues against each other because you've told two rescues yes but then your timeline didn't match theirs and then you're asking for help, guess what? Anybody and everybody is going to go, hmm, 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 
wait a minute. Something, something doesn't add up here. And the reason why they're going to do that is because you now have said that two rescues were going to take your dog or your dogs that they had backed. You're, you're, and I'm referring to one specific thing. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because it's very important that people stop doing this. Okay. And I don't think people realize how actual serious it is. Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get a hash brown. <laughs> My apologies. Um, but I don't think people realize how serious taking training for a dog, taking dog food, getting a dog vetted under a rescue. I don't think people realize how serious it is by giving a dog up or then turning around and reaching out and saying, I, I, uh, I, I need a rescue to help. I need help. I don't know what to do. I need help. You know, this rescue stopped talking to me and this rescue, you know, was paying for training and, and they, they're now full and I don't know what to do. The specific thing I'm talking about, for my opinion, my take on the post is that this individual basically pinned two rescues against each other basically and when I went back and read their post on their page it appears as though this person not only took monetary funds possibly for the same dogs from people just donating okay and also asked rescues for help and the rescues um, helped one as far as <clears throat> paying for training it looks like one as far as probably vetting and whatnot, and another one who knows else. But my guess is this person pinned the rescue, said yes to both rescues, hoping, well, whoever gets whatever done first, I'll give the dogs to. And when, when something didn't go the way the person that had the dogs, they told the, 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 the rescue... Well, that rescue has a dog, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. They did stuff quicker and the way I wanted. And she said the same thing to the other rescue. Then they asked which rescue, and she they told them, okay, they told the other rescue. So the rescues got in contact with each other and said, when did this, when did she contact you? When did you agree? What did you have lined up? Guess what? If they're two legit rescues... They're not willing to compromise their 501c3 for you. And both rescues will probably come after you legally because legally they've invested time, money. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm trying to eat a hash brown and talk at the same time is not a good suggestion. Um, <laughs> is, is going to backfire very, very quickly, very fast like on you. Okay. And I say that because I'm seeing this happen more and more. And here's the, the, the really, on a larger scale issue, is that rescues are overwhelmed, shelters are overwhelmed. I told a friend the other day, basically pre-COVID, everybody was adopt, adopt, adopt. Everybody was at home. 
everybody was like, you know, I'm lonely, I want to, you know, whatever the reason, okay? They adopted. Now, people are going back to work, you know? Their animal or animals was used to them being at home, you know? They had a schedule, schedules changed, you know? Animal and owner aren't used to the new schedule, you know? Maybe the dog has separation anxiety, you know what I'm saying? Maybe the dog gets destructive when you leave and you didn't realize this. You know, when you adopt, you are committing to the lifetime of that animal. From the time you get that animal to the time that animal passes away, it is a lifetime commitment. It is not a things get hard and I'm just going to give that dog away. Reaching out for help, that I respect, that I can back, that I can get down for. Rescues might be full, shelters might be full. You legitly reaching out for help, I can get behind somebody like that. You know, um, I, I, I can get behind that. I can appreciate you legitly doing the right thing, going, I heard shelters are full. I'm not taking my dog there. You know, um, I need help. I'm reaching out to you. Um, I'm looking at all my options. Can you help me? That I wholeheartedly respect. Even though they know that rescues are full, shelters are full, they are still calling and asking that question. That makes me cry because that is a good person. That is somebody that I will not dog or talk down about because, <clears throat> yes, sometimes life happens and, and sometimes, you know, things don't go the way as planned. But when somebody reaches out, they're trying to do the right thing. And, and that goes for, for dog rescue, for, you know, in life in general. It takes a person a lot. Let me tell you, it, it's a huge pride thing. It's an honor thing. It's a, you know, I want to do right. I, I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly feel like when somebody reaches out in life and says, Hey, I need help. Hey, I need to talk to somebody. Hey, can you help me out? Or, hey, do you know somebody I can talk to? That right there, I can get behind because you reached out. You didn't take the dog and dump it. You didn't take the dog and dump it at a shelter. You know, you didn't move and leave your dog chained up outside or roaming or locked up in the house with no food and water. You didn't do that. You know, I, I give you I give you props for reaching out. You know, and and you know in return, you you know, you need to give that rescue, that person you reached out to time, ample amount of time to, you know, and sometimes rescues are full. They can take the dog, but sometimes it takes a minute to get things organized. You know, it just does. I'm trying to eat too, y'all, so I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, it's, hold on, y'all, I'm sorry. It's very hard to to be a person who has stuck their neck out for an individual. Whether you know them or not, it's kind of even harder to be honest 
if you do know them, okay, and their timeline and the rescues don't match, and they give a dog away. <clears throat> because once you reach out to somebody that's in the rescue community and ask for help, and they start reaching out to rescues, nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, who they're reaching out to is somebody who they personally know and they personally trust. And they're doing that because, in case you didn't know, the rescue community is about referrals, man. Word of mouth goes a long way. I will, will, will not talk down about a rescue until, not until I've witnessed something firsthand, but until I'm like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, there's hearsay and there's, um, what do you call it? Um, bashing and rescue all over the place. Happens all the time. Okay, happens all the time. But what I'm saying is um, proof. You know what I'm saying? Evidence. Proof. You've got proof that this... Ha oh, oh, wow. Oh, you know, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Something that I'm going, oh, okay. Like, what they said is what this message or, you know, that that's what they said and this is what it matches. You know? Show proof. You know, sorry y'all, I'm trying to eat a hash brown. Um, it's very frustrating to, to be in rescue and to want to help and to have somebody Or even, I'll give a really good example. <laughs> it just recently happened to a good friend of mine and myself. She runs a rescue. And this person reached out to her. And said, I found this dog in this condition. What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. They went the legal route. You know, basically taking the dog. And... This individual that found the dog was going to leave it on animal control. My friend's like, what are you doing? Can you take the dog? Yeah, okay, grab the dog. You know, like, we'll, let's call the authorities. Let's do, you know, let's do this the right way. Dog was basically <clears throat> left in a kennel on hot cement. I think out in the heat or in the garage. I'm not for sure. I think out in the heat. And I had plywood on top of the kennel, keeping the kennel where it was. This dog was a very expensive breed dog, okay, and this dog was not neutered, is not neutered, was not upset on shots, had a bite history <laughs> from what found out, and the lady, the individual took the dog. And, you know, it was basically seized, and you get, okay, we'll surrender, blah, blah, So then, this person took on the dog as a, you know, basically temporary foster. And, uh, then, between her and her spouse, okay, reached out to rescues. Well, we know for sure 
And this is where my whole, this whole podcast is basically about. <laughs> and it's why I say, you know, rescue confirms. That's it. It's not your call where that dog goes. Okay? So if you're going to ask questions, you, you better start asking them before, you know, <clears throat> you better start asking them. <laughs> you know? You sitting there after the fact, well, I had questions and they didn't answer them. No, it doesn't work. That, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't work that way. Um, the, uh, the lady reached out to my friend's rescue and said, can you take this dog? She said, yes. She had trainer set up, vet set up for update on shots, vet set up for neuter. Um, trainer set up. Me as the foster. Okay. Because I know that breed very well. And apparently this person's husband, which personally, a few days after this whole thing, I feel like they both knew. They knew exactly what they were doing. They did it totally on purpose. None of it was an accident of what they were doing. They basically did what, I, what I'm telling you on this podcast not to do. You know, if you reach out to rescues and one confirms they'll take the dog... If another rescue confirms afterward and said, I'll take it, you tell that rescue, this rescue said they would take it, you know, let them know that rescue's name, that way, okay, you know, you're not, you're not pitting anybody against each other, you're not putting a rescue in a bad situation, you're not putting the dogs in a bad situation, you're being open and honest by doing stuff backwards and telling two people, yes, yeah, that's great. You know, you're not telling them, oh, well, another rescue confirmed and, I, and now I don't know what, you know. It's different if you don't know and the second rescue says, we'll take it. And you go, well, another rescue said they confirmed. Because if you said that, you know, I know, everybody knows that the, the second rescue would go, oh, never mind. Okay, you got somebody. Okay, that's cool. You know, if they need help, we'll reach out to them or tell them they can reach out to us. That that is how it's supposed to work, okay? It's not supposed to be halfway backwards and you agree to let two rescues take the dog. It doesn't work that way. And I'm pretty sure that they knew this. I'm pretty sure. And they turned around and gave the dog away. The second rescue said, we never said we'd take the dog. Y'all should see my facial reaction. We never said we'd take the dog. We said be, be, we'd be a backup if the rescue needed help, whoever that was. And, oh, it's your rescue? Oh, okay. Like, if you need help, let us know. So, when the second rescue backed off that this person had said would take the dogs, we were waiting for these people to, to message us and say, <laughs> and say, um, hey, you know, uh, that rescue, you know, can't take them now, blah, 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 you know, can, oh, geez, um, can you, can you take, you know, can you still take, do you still have a foster? That's what we thought would happen. <laughs> Boy, were we wrong. Um, that is not what happened. <laughs> uh, no, not at all what happened. Um, <laughs> what happened is they gave the dog away <laughs> and we were shocked and, um, this dog has a bite history. 
is not neutered, doesn't like men, um, uh, isn't up to date on shots, um, and that dog is um, legally under my friend's rescue. So now that dog is um, basically stolen. So um, anybody that has anything, you know, whether they pay for that dog, which that's honestly what I pretty much feel like happened, is that um, the people that have the dog that had two rescues, <coughs> you know, told said yes to two rescues, right, when they said they'd take, I'm pretty sure they sold the dog, um, which, which is just sad. Because it's sad because the simple fact that two rescues were able to make room, you know, um, one had, you know, foster set up me, I'm experienced with the breed, I'm experienced, very experienced with aggressive dogs, you know, um, I, I'm, uh, I'm experienced with aggressive dogs, um, I'm experienced when it comes to, you know, scared dogs, dogs that need, you know, I'm experienced. I'm one of those, like, I give the pup time. You know, I, everybody has a different way of training, of getting a dog to, you know, kind of get comfortable with them. Everybody has their own way of doing stuff, you know, decompression, that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, the fact that I said yes, like, trust me, y'all, that doesn't happen, okay? I'm not one to be like... Oh, yeah, usually I'll, I'll transport, you know, that's what I did in the past, you know, really before growing a long time ago, you know, I've been burned by rescues before, um, I won't say rescues, but a rescue, yeah, they had a 501c3 and they burned me real good, I mean, on multiple, multiple things and multiple people, um, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day, y'all tell me if y'all, <laughs> y'all want to hear that story, that's the, that's the doozy of a story, um, and, and they've burned multiple people. And when I say they've burned, when I, trust me, I have seen, you know, when somebody says something and they send you proof, I've seen that, okay? And uh, it was a lady out of Tennessee, and uh, I can't even think of her name or the rescue offhand. But yeah, she burned me really good. Um, burned me so good. I spent 300, 400 bucks on mama dog and puppies gas money, you know, uh, wear and tear on my vehicle, driving to Houston to get them out from underneath the house, and then, um, you know, driving them towards the foster, and then the foster backs out when I'm an hour from her house, and says, well, transport didn't come and get these other dogs, and so now I have no room, and I'm like, dirt, scoop, what, <laughs> what, so, yeah, fun times, right, <laughs> mama dog, you know, seven or eight puppies, you know, had to, had to, you know, move around a whole apartment, move furniture to one side, and, you know, spend basically every last penny. I happened quite a while ago, but spend every last penny, you know, on the mama and puppies because, you know, puppy pads, puppy food, you need, you know, the well-balanced, you know, food for a mama dog because she's feeding puppies. I mean, it, trust me, <laughs> and they're work, man, and I work a full-time job. I'm not, you know not at home working a full-time job, you know, I'm working a full-time job, you know, uh, so yeah, that was, that's fun, um, but this whole podcast was 
back kind of on track of what I was saying um, and what this podcast is about really is, you know, if you reach out and a rescue is able to take, you know, I know, I know that sometimes it's hard when you're in the midst of it and you're, you're in it and your feelings are in it, you know, and you want things to go a certain way on a certain time lane. It's not necessarily going to happen that way, y'all. And, and, you know, and that rescue, you know, might, might see your question and, you know, you're like, you're not responding. You have to understand, people in rescue get 100 plus messages a day, okay? And then, not to top it off, you know, they've got their, you know, vice presidents and they've got their, um, foster application people, you know, they've got different people, and one person might message everybody in the rescue, plus the rescue page, you know what I'm saying, so, you, you gotta give them, you gotta give them a minute, they're already also dealing with whatever dogs they've, you know, they've already got under them, caring for them, you know, the fosters, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've messaged a friend in rescue asking, hey, what about this? Or, hey, what do you, you know, asking an opinion or asking for help on something. And me, you know, immediately when it's kind of late, I message them and I go, uh, I'm sorry, I hope this doesn't wake you. And one of my very good friends, her response to me is, girl, you know I don't sleep. <laughs> we don't sleep in rescue. And I was like, you know, I started laughing. And I'm like, you know, she right. Like, we really don't sleep in rescue. I mean, we do, you know, but it's, it's, <laughs> It's, it, it's a rough, rough going some, some days, you know, um, but yeah, you know, y'all gotta, y'all gotta give some people a, a bit of time, a bit of credit, you know, a bit of, um, a bit of grace really, you know, um, not everything can be at your beck and call and at the pace you want it to be at, you know, do we all wish that we had no shelters? Yes. You know, do we, do we wish that every dog had their forever home and there was no backyard breeders and that people weren't, you know, buying from pet stores that weren't, you know, from the shelter? Yes. You know, do we wish that, you know, um, there wasn't so many, you know, I mean, we can wish all day long at what we, you know, hope and want to, to be, man, but, you know... Like, I have a, a good friend of mine, and she keeps giving me a hard time, and I, I give her it right back, you know. And part of me knows, I know she's joking, and, you know, the, the other part of me, you know, kind of feels bad because I reach out for help, and, you know, I do network and all that, you know, and I try to help, you know, when folks, you know, help out or reach out to me about a dog, you know, I try to make sure to network and follow through, you know, and help that rescue raise funds for vetting, you know. I try to do that, you know, I try to keep going with that animal, you know, um, to help that rescue, you know, and help that person that has that dog. I try and do that. I try to keep going, you know, with it because I want to keep, I want to follow through. I want to be known as that person that doesn't just stop, you know, once that dog's in. No, that dog needs a foster, then that dog needs an adopter, that dog needs, you know, I, I want to keep that, I want to keep my reputation, you know. Um, I'm proud of, of how long I've been rescuing, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, proud of, of 
the you know the people I know and the people I reach out to I'm proud of them you know we all have I, I see daily you know friends of mine that and my friend and I were talking about this actually last night <laughs> she you know I reached out to her about a dog and she said well try this person or this person and then she looked and, she, and I go is this the one person you were talking about and she was like no and then I looked again trying to find the person she goes oh never mind that person's out of rescue they're not even off I was like oh okay and she's like well I guess I need to stop referring people to you know because people get either busy you know and they kind of have to back up from rescue or they get tired of the drama you know there's drama and rescue there is and uh, we don't like to talk about it some of us talk about it all the time but you know it's kind of with this podcast it's not really about drama but you know this podcast is more or less about it's not I don't I don't call it drama I call it doing the right thing you know like like if a rescue is willing to take that dog don't turn around and and pawn that dog off or give it away or sell it or don't do that you know that dog is counting on you you know to do the right thing sorry y'all my allergies are like last couple days I don't know about y'all but my allergies way off topic are like going bananas man like woo. um last night I was sitting on the couch and I'm like why am I like you you know you can just tell like it's like okay my allergy medicine supposed to work for you know yada yada set of hours and I'm like whoa it's hard to breathe you know um but yeah y'all you know you you gotta you gotta give people a little bit of credit you know <laughs> especially if shelters are full you know I I had a friend reach out to me yesterday and go I need help with this and I went okay and so I immediately and I and I, and I told that person like I got a couple people in mind that might you know might be able to help or might know of somebody, you know, no promises, but, you know, um, maybe, you know what I mean? maybe, so, um, so, yeah, and, um, ended up finding a rescue, and I know they're working on it, <laughs> and they're, you know, needing stuff from this person to, you know, find a spot for the dog and whatnot, and, and all that, and, it's it I'm shocked and I'm grateful you know <laughs> very shocked and very grateful because um, right now shelters are full rescues are full but um, like I said before earlier in this podcast you know it literally is a what's the word I use um, referral system it's really a referral system you know um, my friend knew somebody they trust and they referred me and yeah I mean that's that's how it works you know if, if you know somebody's legitly you know legitly gonna help and do this how it works so I'm gonna kind of wrap this up for right now I might add more to it later I might not post it right away so I might listen to it and y'all can't hear me or I can't hear it so might end up redoing it but all right y'all y'all have a good day stay safe